0: Talent Talk with Subhanjan Sarkar, founder of Show How To, the visual learning platform for the knowledge economy. Welcome to the inaugural session of the Show How To Roundtable series Talent Talk 2015 at this beautiful and historic city of Pune. We all talk about the imminent demographic dividend for India, but are we prepared to reap the rewards of the 70% young population? or will it be a demographic time bomb? To discuss this, we have with us a distinguished panel. Starting from my left, we have Dr. A. S. V. Bhave, Vice President HR of Bharat Forge, Somi Alphonse, Head, Human Resources, SAS Research and Development India, Mahesh Gauda, Head, Learning and Development, Bajaj Alliance Life Insurance. To my right, Sadashiv Padi, Vice President HR, Kirloskar Pneumatic Co Limited, And finally, Prashant Ambulgekar, Vice President HR Group, BR Sharke Constructions. I also want to put on record our appreciation of our partners supporting this event, Centurion University, Institutional Excellence Forum and Trade Briefs. Let me start with Dr. S. V. Bhave, Vice President HR of Bharat Forge. He is known as a change management pioneer. He is also the Chairman and HR and IR committee of Maratha Chamber of Commerce, Industries and Agriculture. Dr. Bhave. A uh,
1: talent requirement is a societal requirement. Uh, uh, which are the parts of society? One individual. Second one individual becomes a part of family. Uh, third, when for family support, uh, he or she depends largely on industries. And then all industries, industries work in specific uh, defined environment. Take a case of engineering industries or chemical industries. Twenty-five years ago, what was the situation uh, when I was in college? At that time, in the state of Maharashtra, colleges which are imparting metallurgical engineering education were only three. That is College of Engineering Pune, IIT Mumbai and then uh, V N I T Nagpur if you see the growth of engineering education over last about 30 40 years time in 2015 as on today situation has not changed during last 35 40 years in the state of maharashtra the requirement of metallurgical engineers have grown a phenomenal whereas the institution which is producing the talent of metallurgical engineering has remained the same in this situation for dearth of this talent requirement, who is to be blamed? Is it the technology? Are we to blame government for is there? (coughs) Are we to blame industries for that? Or are we to blame uh, individual, those who are taking interest in is there? I would say that it is a requirement of mixed pressure. What is required to be done if the government is not coming out with a solution for producing more and more talent? There are industries which are largely based on such type of talent requirement in India. They are in a process of starting their own courses coupled with their own requirement for us there. What Pune University has done to ensure the bridging the gap? University of Pune has started the tailor-made M.Tech PhD program recently during last two years time. The syllabus is based on largely which is required by industry. Pune University got in collaborative organizational arrangement with different industries in Pune. They ensured that what is the syllabus and syllabus got defined, articulated as per the need of those industries and now during last three years time different types of program has been started for engineers. This program is defined only for Mtech PhD integrated program for technology. It means that whatever research you are doing, it will encompass the requirement of industry. That is how talent requirement is getting bridged for us there. So the answer to the question what I post, what is that institution is required to be blamed? Is it government? Answer is no. Is it that industry? Answer is of course no. Is it individual? Those who are taking limited interest Answer is, of course, no. The blame, if at all required to go, it has to be in holistic manner to be spread at each corner. Each of the institution, right from individual, those who are at the requirement end for the talent, then to come out with, what is that requirement for my industry? Then it to come forward and then ensure in holistic manner, in what way I'm going to take the load of lion's share and ensure that this is the requirement of technology, But teaching pedagogy, the methodology of uh, practicing managers for us there, how you
0: can bridge it there and produce the talent for us there. Some excellent points there. The fact that this is a collective responsibility and the need to learn to collaborate, both of which we will return to. Now let's move to Somi Alphonse, Head Human Resources at SAS Research and Development India. She's a keen advocate for change and innovation for building great workspaces.
2: For the benefit of this discussion, let me put some points which will open up our conversation to a broader level. The first one is that the Prime Minister of India now desires that everything is made in India, right? What does that mean? That we need to make world-class products and solutions out of India. But do we have world-class institutes, world-class companies, or world-class leaders uh, that can generate world-class products? is a big question. So although the vision is there, I think there's a whole lot of things that we need to do to you know, work backwards to see what needs to be there to make world-class products and solutions. So that's the first concept, uh, context that I would like to. The second one is that when we're talking about talent shortage, talent shortage is not only at the entry level. <coughs> Organizations go through different phases of growth. And uh, when they shift from one phase of growth to the next growth, suddenly you see that talent shortage is there because no more the leaders who were good for your previous growth is good enough to take you to the next level, right? Uh, There is talent shortage of architects within the company. And the more the company aspires for, the more it will feel the shortage because you want to leap, go in leaps and bounds. And for that, you would find the shortage. Third contest is that, unfortunately, this is a country where The heavy investment is happening in IITs and that's very deep, deep uh, training going on on technology. But only 30% pursue in those careers. So, for example, as you were saying, aeronautics. India India generates so many aeronautical engineers, so many mechanical engineers, but you see that same group of people, they would not pursue that continuous technology. What is happening there is that investment is going waste the country's investment in this set of people and the sharpest of the talent first of all are not pursuing their own stream and they're moving into some other stream which is a core area for somebody else or they're moving out of uh, india so that that's happening and if that happens how do we keep with the tall order of make in india and you know pursue on different uh, you know expertise in different streams the fourth context is that india is not alone in this talent shortage Today, as we look, there are 1 million jobs open in US and you have no takers. They are struggling, right? So these are the four contexts in which I want to broaden our conversation.
0: The issue is that the lack of talent at all levels is perhaps the legacy effect of the entry-level talent O's. But not to say that we do not need to take the short-term measures to address the crisis at top levels as well. At this point, let me bring Mahesh in. Mahesh Gauda is the Head Learning and Development Bajaj Alliance Life Insurance. Ten years in Bajaj, Mahesh was previously the Zonal Training Manager and Head, before that with Max New York Life Insurance, Amway India and Carilla Pharmaceuticals.
3: I come from an industry which is insurance, purely, and it's 15 years. And I've been handling training throughout this 15 years of my experience in insurance. Uh, and when, when the industry was focusing to develop those talents, so initially they said that we need more time to uh, develop these people because the industry is new to the country. And there was only one organization which was there in this industry all this while. So all these 20, 30 companies which have come do require you know a deeper kind of a, uh, you know, studies and the syllabus to meet their requirement. However when I traveled the journey, I mean it's almost you know five years down the line and then I saw all of a sudden this training needs been shrunk from a month to a week but when i look back again today uh, we are going back to the drawing board and redesigning the whole syllabus it's been my experience when i take these mts on board every year i have to redesign this entire syllabus for six months now because those one month thing has gone it's still not helping me Those one week one you know 15 days kind of things is not helping me how do we move forward so i guess the solution lies in the industry itself where they have to go and ask the universities to design those curriculums and and the pedagogy required to meet those industry requirements I mean it's, it's the honours has to be on the industry, that's what I feel.
0: Now we come to Mr. Prashant Ambul Gekar, Vice President HR Group at BG sharke Constructions. He has years of HR leadership experience across industries, hands-on designing and deploying strategies and initiatives in making people a competitive advantage for the company.
4: In my perception The talent is a permanent problem. First, we have to understand what does the talent means. Talent means uh, the skilled person, high skilled person, expert, perfectionist or a person who can do the job. Construction industry is the second largest employer after agriculture and unfortunately, Despite having so much of opportunities for the people, we are not getting the right people. So then we went on designing what that right people, right person at right position, right time and right compensation is also very important. So what the organization is looking forward that first we have to define what our organization is. What the skill set we need and accordingly we need to customize our organization requirement. So we need to have a lot of project manager leaders at each project. So we have a lot of supervisors, engineers working with us, technical people, but the project manager is not available. So there is a problem. So we are looking for first management says you first employ a project manager, then go for engineers. So what kind? And we are actually, let me be very honest, most of us are compromising on our job description. However the job is. You don't get the mirror image of your job description. So we need to compromise at particular level, not on the skill set, but we have to see that if that person doesn't have a skill, we need to see that whether he has a potential. Then standardization to customization is going to be the main strength for the organization. So when we are doing a standard product, there are takers, but customization needs some skill and we need to have such people who are really seriously working on customization. So therefore, what internally an organisation has to do, we need to cater our own requirement. I can't look after, I can't wait for organisation, other people to help me. Or what I need, I must generate inside.
0: Uh, you say that you need to create your own talent pool, but what about competition coming and offering more money to the same talent you built, treat you as a finishing school? Uh, how do you address that?
4: Sometimes it happens, oh, sir. Uh, as I said very in the beginning, right person at right place on right time with right compensation is very important. But sometime I need to shell out a lot of money for this talent. Because I know if I spend this, I will get more. So, that poaching is a is a part of a rather recruitment strategy. And now, what I feel personally, again, as you have given a thought, the best recruitment policy is retaining employee. The retention of employee is the best recruitment policy. I don't think there is any other
0: better policy which will help us this brings us to Sadashiv Padhi vice president HR Kirloska pneumatic Co limited he leads teams to focus on the needs of the corporate while value-adding in strategic HR operations business acumen corporate policy formulation talent acquisition and knowledge management
5: what do you mean by talent I say someone passed out from NIT IIT is it talent for you or even a small college in maybe in a small town what happens is that I believe in something called the OEPA that is open entry point advantage for a student who passes up from IITs and IAM the definition of talent actually is very important for what the organization needs secondly is talent is only for the corporate I think India being such a large country for us I think the we have neglected quite other fields beyond the corporate I think corporate community is only 28% of the Indian population. The rest of the other, you know, the agriculture and the construction industries, as German, as German people and German as a country, they started skilling this people almost like 60 years back. And corporates used to sponsor the training skills. What they did was probably they only focused on what they should learn as a technique over and over and over again. Second thing I'd like to say also the the Jigjikla told the management guru. Told that it's better to train people and lose them rather to not train and keep them with you. So talent can be created through training. What I think uh, Swami and uh, I mean Mahesh they also said. So we to clear that we cannot get perfect people, square pector, square holes. We have to keep on training them. Same time also be clear about the deliverables. Also be clear about that what is expected out of them. Third thing I say. Uh, now worldwide. Nearly 25% of the population in the corporate is millennials. Because millennials, who are the most pampered one, a single child, will be totally behaving different, very different in the in the corporate world. It is happening in the single child syndrome in China. I had to, I individual experience that when the single child policy was declared by the Chinese government and the children they uh, were uh, came to the age of 1920s and they hired by the corporate world, what kind of a cultural change the corporate to undergo when they employ the single children and the single child a very pampered child at home cannot take any supervisor's negative comment. So when there is a dearth of talent everywhere, particularly in the situation of the modern age, I think we have to speak more beyond this thing at a larger level, at the country level and probably I think we have to design many things which are very different from now. This is my take on this. Dr. Bhabe feels that this is a collective
0: responsibility and you cannot lay the blame on any single entity. Let's hear what each one of us think about this point of collective responsibility.
2: Uh, Of course, uh, it is a shared responsibility but um, I think the interest uh, and the passion of every person has to be channelized. Uh, and we have to create ideals in those kind of situations so for example more and more people will be attracted to construction and industry if they can showcase some of the storyline you know some of the things how it is impacting some other bring some of the examples in the front uh, those will be inspiring you know people would like to go in that, that kind of retail uh, insurance so i think we Each industry has to create some stories around and talk about it uh, so that individuals can choose this but at the same time parents uh, can only create a foundation where uh, there is a balanced thought when you are giving it to your career. But more than that, it becomes difficult for a parent to uh, help an uh, adult to choose the profession, right? It becomes very difficult. All that uh, a parent can do is to groom the method of balanced approach to a particular career.
0: But then what about government and other educational institutions, Shomi?
2: Lot of work which is pending and it is almost urgent and immediate that the government and the institutions have to come together as you know the ministry is setting up a lot of iits uh, a lot of medical institutes and we would see that if hopefully we are waiting to see that happening and there is a lot of work uh, which is pending right now between the government and the institutes
0: building infrastructure is easy you can build 100 iits but who is going to teach there that's the issue top five iits today have a 40 percent vacancy we need to address that talent crisis there first
3: i guess the the kind of change and the speed of change that is happening around in the industry it definitely requires someone to go and you know uh, give that direction to the institutions or the you know uh, a teaching system where we need to tell them that this is what we are looking at any industry, for that matter, whether it's retail, insurance, service, or uh, you know, engineering or things like that, uh, has a responsibility to continuously create a, a bridge between uh, the universities and the teaching system and the uh, you know the organization to have that seamless flow of uh, information between uh, whatever we are training them in the classroom. Are these training applied in the workplace? So, are we taking our workshop to workplace? Kind of a concept. So, I guess uh, bridging this gap between industry and uh, the institution has to be done by, uh, you know, proactively by the in- industry first because they are the people those who need that supply of talent.
0: One of the major issues faced by colleges is the complete lack of interest amongst corporates to spend any time interacting with the student beyond the six metros and say 100 kilometers around. Forget recruiting and placement, they are not even willing to come and tell that they need to learn English. Why is it so?
3: When I'm saying the industry has to do it, but why we are not doing it? Because everybody, and, and, and this is a case study, which uh, is from my own organization. Uh, when they wanted to establish a training outfit, which, uh, you know, the organization didn't have till 2005, we were hired from an organization which was known for training okay. in the industry. So when we came in, the one line brief was that guys, you would not get the money that you were paid in your organization. So you need to create a team which uh, probably uh, would be from my sales team. The responsibility was given to us to create that kind of a competencies in this set of people. Now the amount of time and effort that we, we had to spend to get that kind of uh, guy ready, we became almost like a, a, a factory, a manufacturing unit for the industry. So, basis this, uh, you know, uh, the case study, when I am coming back to answer you, why we are not doing it as an industry? I guess everybody is, you know, talking about the time crunch. That nobody is ready to invest in that learning curve. I need an instant productivity because uh, I am looking. I am in a number game. Mr.
0: Ambulgekar is saying that he creates his own talent, but what if 10 colleges could train students for you and provide you with a pool?
2: I think IT is a little a step ahead uh, in establishing that, so you see all the product organizations in the IT space, they know their ecosystem, so they know the startups, they know the institutions that they want to hire and they're building the future talent along with them. So uh, you take my example of my company, we have incubation centers, so we have Provided infrastructure, uh, we are training the teachers. Uh, we are training the students, and this is from a long-term perspective that we would like to hire uh, talent from there. Um, similarly, we have internal projects. So M Tech students would come and experience one year's assignment, and then they will choose us. So that gives an opportunity to, for us also to choose the students. You know, so incubation center, internal projects, uh, training the teachers. Um, and also giving some of the soft skill training, which is like uh, influence and persuasion. Uh, You can say, uh, you know, how to attend a business meeting, how to contribute to a business meeting. Uh, Skills which will be required when the person joins the profession and we are also helping them to review and reconstruct their curriculum so that it is up to date. So we are doing this with PICT, which is one of the uh, very uh, famous institutes in Pune. We are doing it with COEP and Cummins College of engineering these are the three colleges that we are doing
0: but tell me why are other industries not picking up the it model of training what do you think uh, mr ambulgekar if you happen to
4: go to any site which is under construction the the working conditions are not good this environment is not good the people have to work and whereas in it the same guy he goes in it after doing some course he has an ac cabin then he has a jeans and Five a week, and the internet style is there, so that kind of environment, work culture, or the atmosphere is getting attracted by these people. So they say, no. If I do my B civil engineering, I will do some course. So I will join some I.T. company. They need me. So I have a basic qualification. I will go there. So nobody wants to work under such circumstances. Therefore, the working condition also matters, industry also matters. It doesn't mean that we don't have, we cannot attract people. We have been attracting a lot of good talent with us. Our company is known, uh, the attrition rate in my company at senior level is hardly 2%. In my company, we have got almost 2,700 people, of which 70, 80% people are more than 25 to 30 years working this. The attrition is happening only at the entry level. And we understand if we have got a parameter. If somebody works with our company for one year, he will stay with us for three years. After three years, if he works, he will work with five years. And once he has completed five years, he will be with us hopefully. And this is what the indications that we get. Our work culture is very different. That also matters in retaining people. Every time money doesn't make you to change the job. And what the job, disc- job satisfaction we say, I'm afraid, uh, nobody is happy with his job, let me tell you. Because you don't get satisfaction is not a component which is available anywhere. It's a state of your mind. So job satisfaction is yes, it's not compromising with your happiness or delivery. It is what exactly you want to deliver. If you know your job and if you know your role, I think we all are happy in the job and another in terms of what uh, dr bhave was talking about sharing responsibility i feel it should be a focused responsibility sharing means who will share my responsibility i have to be responsible for my own for example suppose if i need uh, technical people this technical people is not only college will generate i need to inculcate that passion for construction so villages are very important municipal areas are very important the institution the sarpanch there the schools, the colleges, the ITI institutes, engineering college. Multi-skilling is the best alternative, giving more trainings to people, focusing on them, providing them. Deliverable should be very clear. There has to be a contingency plan for attrition. This is what I feel.
5: Mr. Padi, your views? So, when it comes to the many talents, the responsibility lies with the society, the parents, and then also the corporate. Germany, Germany is the best example of how over the last 60 years they grew for this, uh, which actually enhanced the skill of the entire country. Look at Japan, the smallest country in the world, I think make, making the loudest noise, or Israel. These two countries in the world, they make the loudest noise in terms of innovation and creativity and also like i'll to refer to the megatint 2000 the book written by uh, james Nesbitt and patricia aburdini was that the best of the evolution of innovation and creativity will happen not because of technology but it will happen because of the expanding definition of how to behave human so and actually is coming out true that the how to behave as human in managing people i think that is what actually is key so, uh, my take on this thing will be particularly that the entire community to be sensitized to manage the, the way the, the housewife manages the kitchen. And you look at the kind of the inventory, the fireways, the kind of uh, the uh, quality and uh, the excellence. And uh, I always say that the excellence, the best can be defined when somebody delivers the best without being supervised by anyone and there is a housewife. And kitchen, she is not being supervised by anybody. But she delivers the best of the food quality. Inventory is the best. The fives is best. So, the, when a child is being groomed at home, the way desired by the society, I think then we have the proper answer to the entire thing.
0: Your thoughts,
1: Dr. Bhavik?
5: Mr. Padi referred
1: something about Germany. Germany, this year, they are winners. World Football Cup and last two consecutive World Cup, they were losing. You know how organization thinks of long-term vision for talent development, if we consider German football team as a talent for German. When Germans were losing, what German government thought to organize under-17 World Cup football eight years back, they spotted the talent and then they started developing the talent from them. The scenario was that the World Cup football team of 2014 of Germany were having 75% of the boys, those who were representing Germany in under 17 team since then. So what is the moral of the story is that if you want some shared vision to come to the nearer to the expectation of organization, then you need to sow the seeds much early to ensure that it should happen for us there. You know, presently during last few years' time, this has been realized very very seriously by industries and government institutes like College of Engineering Pune, VJTI Mumbai, udct which is imparting chemical engineering education, IITs and IM. Now you know at one point of time. All these educations, institutes were headed by academicians. There is a paradigm shift from that. Now, what is happening is, for talent development and nurturing, all these institutes are now managed on a governing council by industrialists. For example, IIM Ahmedabad, who is the chairman for governing council? Mr. Knight, who is the chairman and managing director of Larsen & Toubro. There is a college known as Guru Gobind Singh Engineering College for us there. Fantastic infrastructure, huge financial support which is given by government, lack of vision as to what is going to happen to the product which is coming out from this. What government has done? Government has requested Mr. Baba Kalyani, who is the Chairman and Managing Director of Bharat Ford Limited, take charge of the college administration for us there. Now during last six years time, what you have found? Complete diversification of culture towards innovation. College has introduced the sandwich type program that partly in industry, partly in curriculum, academic curriculum. You know, the institute, education institute, what I named, COIP, VJTI, all those institutes Mr. Sarkar are having at the helm of their affair. Industrialists. Everybody is considering academic institute as an incubation center for future growth of the nation for us there. Can we think little out of box? Can industry think from national angle that your 90% of your performance appraisal will be based on what you perform at industry and then 10% in your personal time, how you go to respective institute teach and then in measurable manner, come and give us feedback for us there that I as an individual is responsible for development of talent nearby my institute. Don't take this as a CSR, but then take as a individual developmental responsibility for is there. Can we make government think of making compulsion on the part of industry that every after every number of employee you engage apprentices for is there. If these out of box thoughts are taken on executable basis for is there down the line in years to come you will find Entirely different scenario as far as talent abilities concerned. You know, very classic example I'll give. You might have heard name of Leena Nair. Leena Nair is a executive vice president at Hindustan Lever's. In one of the seminars, she was asked one question that, "What is your product?" It's very easy to say Hindustan Lever they produce toiletries. She said, "Not that. My pro my production my product is to develop." the executives for Indian industry and then she said take a name of 1000 industries in India and you will find CEOs working or those industries are ex-employees of Hindustan liver and Hindustan liver is not taking that as a loss but they say it's a national development activities for us there at one point of time they've worked in my industry as a management trainee now they are working in some other industries for us there so it is a long-term canvas. You know, it's not easy like Allahuddin and Jadu Kadiyya that you rub and then you will get reply for is there. Question is that how you as a partner of society is thinking of galvanizing their mind to suit to the requirement of present
0: need. And that is the focus point in my view for I, I wonder, I mean, is make in India a retro thought? Should it have been imagined in India? the issue possible is not only talent but how to nurture the talent and scale the availability uh, what do you think Somi?
2: well i think uh, there is a huge gap between what we desire for and where we are today okay um, and um, while we are discussing about the colleges of engineering and then transition to the industry there's a lot to be doing uh, to be done in this sc- at the schooling level so I can only see very small fraction of schools, which have started thinking this way, you know, so they have application based, uh, you know, implementation, they are taking the students to the actual site, uh, making them, you know, go through the uh, real experiments and things like that. But there's a lot to be done at the schooling level before they get into the engineering colleges or, or any other professions, and before they come to the industry. Um, I I think that uh, there is a vast uh, requirement of an industry to reach schooling also. And this is happening in the U.S. Uh, my, my company actually starts, a uh, you know, you d- I don't know whether you are aware of it, STEM, yeah. Science, Technology, and yeah. Engineering and Maths. Yeah. They are trying to promote that at the schooling level. So it's not just the college. It's going at the schooling level Uh, the way of thinking i've seen some uh, uh, you know schools which are brought in group discussions um, methods and project management their teaching and things like that so i think all those things have to come on very early in the schools uh, and in a larger way Uh, it has to be qualitative as well as quantitative in nature to make a difference to engineering and other streams to make a difference to the industry Um, so it uh, and I do not see much um, that is seen or understood at the government level, which is going to make this difference right now. We do not have right. much access to any of the new information around this.
0: This is another uh, thing, our fascination with uh, the focus on STEM, uh, that's not going to solve the problem. It is only 30% of the students. What about the balanced 70% and the hundreds of different jobs
5: that needs to be done. What we also in Kiloskis, uh, we have an university for itself because we didn't get the right students from the market or the engineers. So what we did was start a university 12 years back for the MBA graduates, and then we we hone the skills of the students which will suit us. I was working for an organization called NDDB, National Dairy Development Board, <coughs> and the Milkman of India, Dr. Bergish Korean was the chairman. He used to really I can't forget after 30 years from there when I started my career with them. He said that. You people join me, fine. We are working here, but all of you are literally high-tech MBA graduates, but please put pull up your certificates of degrees and diplomas and put a chop there, your date of expiry of the your education. He said never feel complacent that your IAMs and uh, IATs, etc. Please be sure that your degrees and diploma certificate must have a date of expiry. So that you are forced yourself to get yourself renewed in terms of education. Then only can stay relevant and stay current there. I think that is happening. And like uh, Dr. Bhavi was saying that the making the uh, teaching of, at uh, the college is compulsory for the managers, I think that is quite important.
2: There's another problem that we are facing is that if you look at some of the surveys that 50% of the organizations are only uh, engaged the rest of the organization is not engaged and they, say, they typically call it disengaged employees. So the new challenge is that if you have the right skills and competencies and you have a disengaged talent, what do, how do you make use of that, right? So it's even equal, becoming more important to have engaged talent, which is a little lesser in the competence and you can focus and grow that on that potential, but to have more engaged talent so that your business can grow at a faster pace.
0: Let's now try and focus on ideas that can address this talent crisis issue. Things that we can do today. Let me start with you, Mr. Party.
5: The uh, first thing to do is a simple exercise. What we need from, what kind of competencies and skills we need from the employees, and we share the expectations with the different sources of hiring this talent. The sources means the academic institutes for the fresh hires. Also, like we to really <coughs> propagate quite a bit about. The, our needs and the quality of the people that we need. Second one probably is also to the, uh, what do you call it, institution, industry interaction, IQ uh, committees to be at the district level, at the, at, the, at the city level, where the managers should go out and should be addressing the students and of the institutes, various institutes, and, the, and learn from them that what are the students' expectations as well. Third thing that what we can do is to really represent to the government and ask the government to reframe different policies for the organizations. As a, as a group or as a team, the various corporates have to approach the local bodies and government to rephrase or reframe the different policies which are suiting in the need of the corporate. So then, I think then we get the right kind of people and for longer duration, their tuition will be uh, quite less <coughs> for the matter. And I think, uh, we also talked about the best selection process of talent is how to retain them. This is my three things that I can tell. What do you think,
0: Mr. Ambul What I feel, uh, any
4: talent hunt or uh, organizational requirement should be based on level to level. So what does the talent means organization should define first? And the strategy, as uh, Mr. Sarkari is asking about, what should be the strategy? The strategies are very uh, relative, and changes keep changing on position to position. What strategy I adopt to fill this senior ladder manpower is absolutely different than uh, what I need at the grassroots level. I think we should start from schools, villages, institutes, engineering awareness about the jobs and the profile that we are having, and ultimately there is nobody is going to help you except yourself so there, we sh- therefore we should have our own learning and training and learning and development or learning our earn and learn scheme kind of a thing or a learning center for the organization uh, training and development plans uh, resource planning and even uh, the talent acquisition plans
3: over to you Mahesh this is an era where we talk about you know uh, massive online open you know courses where you have everything uh, you know show how to is one of them engaged in teaching people how to do things and i guess that these are small uh, efforts i guess which would help uh, build those nurture these small small steps Uh, would I guess help people those who want to uh, develop themselves in far-flung area and technology is a major major role I see uh, playing in in developing those talents in the far-flung areas where internet has now uh, reached where people uh, may not be able to reach out to the best of institutes but yes it's it's readily available on uh, their communication device which can help develop these kind of stuff Uh, and I guess uh, Apart from industry, technology and you know the government playing this role we as a society also uh, have to promote this at home. I mean as a you know parent that he also mentioned that uh, he's allowing his son who's an night engineer to get into an army. I mean I guess this kind of healthy atmosphere would also create a society where a child can decide for himself rather than being you know uh, peers deciding chama engineering majano. you get into the engineering field or somebody's doing that. I guess that kind of a culture, open culture, would also create a talent development uh, you know, kind of a ecosystem, I guess. So me what do you think?
2: Uh, so, Mr. Sarkar, I um, will uh, focus on what the industry can do right now. And some of the things that comes to my mind is today's generation is well connected on the net. So, there is a social media that is very, very active. And all our people actually uh, in manufacturing, IT, all are connected on the social media. Uh, there is a huge scope of actually taking your top talent and training them to get more talent from the, uh, fr- from the market, from the industry. So uh, this experiment has worked with us and what we do is do classes of our top talent and we tell them how you can promote our organization, how you can promote our jobs and get more of those people. So what what is happening is that they're getting referral uh, bonuses. They're also getting more and more people. They have an eye for talent and they, they are able to pull more people. So, one, this is one good idea to you know, bridge the shortage uh, in some way. The other thing that we are, we are doing is that, and I think there is a lot of scope in this, is that every industry um, has a good amount of senior talent who are not managers. Okay? So, they are, they are probably the individual specialists, subject matter experts or something. And we are actually not utilizing that talent. To, uh, to pair them with the juniors so what we could be doing is that pairing them with juniors and training them to be mentors of these people so in that way what you could be doing is that you do not want ready-made talent you're hiring for potential and you are actually pairing them with the seniors and, and making them ready for the talent so you could be actually putting them as objectives of this senior talent that you have to this year you have three three uh, newcomers to groom and prepare for the industry Uh, and that could be a very possible solution that we can implement right away. Right, Um, And the third is that actually managers um, still do not understand the role that they play in developing talent. they always think that it's a very operational role, but there is a operations around it, uh, but they're not assessing where the organization is moving and what are the gaps coming up. So the managers have to do a much better job in understanding that and you know look for the gaps and how to bridge the gaps. So. These are some things that we can actually implement right away uh, without waiting for the industry, academia, connector. And we have spoken a lot about the incubation centers and uh, seeing your uh, uh, ecosystem and where you can grow. So, that, apart from that, what you could be doing right now is are these things um, in the companies.
0: So, finally, what are your recommendations, Dr. Bhave? I wish to drive on one point. Uh,
1: take an example of best talent development initiative, uh, Indian Army. You know, have you ever heard any time advertisement, either in social media or Times of India, require Chief of Army Staff, or Chief of Air Staff, or Chief of Naval Staff? Never. They are always homegrown product. Now, when I say homegrown product, at the same time, one must realise that indian army or navy or indian air force they have such education system which is application based okay uh, wellington center or army development center at belgaum or if need be they will be sent on a exchange program with either us naval based or russian naval based or china naval based and exchange program for is there so it's a question of what is desired versus what you are deserving for yourself, what is that? And the most important thing is that uh, even at policymakers' level also, whether government is now at the canvas of realizing the need of the requirement of talent development as a supporting capsule for make in india what she has mentioned for us there number of examples for us there and i think very good move uh, government has started taking for putting up right person for the right job three examples mr sarkar i'll give government has put very qualified person for defense segment mr monor parikar by profession he is a metallurgist from iit mumbai right Second one, Mr. Suresh Prabhu is a profession, he is a chartered accountant, okay? And he has started looking everything from commercial angle for his there and then his deputy. Because at the end of the day, railway means what? It's a fantastic global experience and example of engineering that needs a engineering and metallurgy. So the State Minister for Railway, Mr. Sina, he is a B.Tech metallurgy from Banaras Hindu University, okay? So, what is important is government has started roping in the intellectual, even from politics, those who can come in and start giving some examples for us there. So, it's a question of how one can think of institutionalizing of talent requirement and development need, maybe starting from your angle. When you start from industry angle, it will go for business angle, From it will go from business angle to society angle, it will get transformed to the educational institute for us there. So, uh, it's a question of cyclical impact on a talent development activity. Question is whether you would aspire first for a chicken or egg, right? Question is both are important for us there. At one side, development of industry is definitely important. If it gets developed, your education sector will get developed. If your education sector is not getting developed, it means that the end product of the education industry is a qualified engineer, qualified technocrat, qualified bureaucrat. And then I tell you, for talent development activity, uh, one of my relations, uh, recently he joined Indian Administrative Service. And we were just on cup of coffee, we were discussing about talent development activity, vis-a-vis training development activity, what is happening in government. It's very easy to criticize government, but I tell you, the toughest training and appraisal development form, if it is available, it is at government. Can we take some good points which is happening at the part of government, institutionalize at industry, and can government be open through person like Manohar Parikar or Nandan Neelkani or bureaucrats, those who are coming from Wellworth's Institute for is there, Raghuram Rajan, to institutionalize what is required in industry can go back to. So it's a two and fourth game for is there. I personally believe that it's a continuous process. When I say process, there will be some hiccups for is there. There will be success, there will be failures. So long, both partners are coming together and thinking of ensuring partnership for success, uh, you will not achieve and see the result for the day. That is what my submission is
0: Well, that brings us to the close of today's proceedings. We hope to build on this discussion in our forthcoming sessions at five other metros around the country. We hope to come out with a few concrete suggestions and implement them with assistance of our partners and participants to make a positive even delta change in this enormous problem. If you have any ideas and suggestions or you want to volunteer for any of the upcoming Bias for Action initiatives, do write into Talent talenttalk at showhowto.biz. That is talenttalk at showhowto.biz. We look forward to your participation. See ya.